Good morning. It is May 23rd, the day after an amazing, amazing day electorally. I got to spend some time at the campaign offices for Sheik Vermont, who ran in the Georgia State Senate District 5 race. Um, while the candidate, unfortunately, was not in, hopefully I can get a chance to schedule some time to sit down with him because he has a pretty impressive story. You know, ran an amazing campaign and unseated, I believe it was a 14-year incumbent on a on a platform of progressive positive action. Shout out to also Shelly Hutchinson. Did not get a chance to, to get her team. They were out in the field, but she overwhelmingly won her race as well. So here we are, Georgia, day after the primary, Stacey Abrams top of the ticket, resounding blowout victory. Definitely a mandate for progressive action and change. Lisa Ring down in the 1st Congressional District. Josh McCall up in the 9th Congressional District. I mean, so many amazing wins last night um, going into the general election and thinking about what's to come. So what I have for you guys, I will have some more in-depth post-election analysis for you. But I wanted to get this interview up real quickly um, because I was in the move on, on the road, you know, traveling around yesterday. Was not able to get to it. But I sat down with Khalid Kamau, city city of South Fulton Councilman Khalid, uh, who ran a, 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 a pro democratic socialist, pro Black Lives Matter, very engaging campaign when he ran for city councilman um, on the newly created city of South Fulton. And we talked some about uh, some of the issues in terms of the cityhood movement. Also, check out the interview I just did with El Mahdi Holly who um, also is now going to be in a runoff. His election was yesterday as well. He's at House District 111. Um, what's really interesting about El Mahdi and, and Sheik is that their, their, their houses, like so El Mahdi is House District 111, which you might have heard about from those different pieces about the redistricting, the gerry, racial gerrymandering. And Sheik Rahman, his Senate district overlaps with the um with one of the other districts that were at issue and actually he's been very involved with the NAACP and he's actually been involved with the lawsuit as well. So all of this came together very nicely in this conversation that I had with Khalid as and you'll hear us moving through the office. You might hear Khalid shouting out orders for folks to phone bank or go pick up voters. We're cleaning bathrooms in the midst of doing this. But this is real life grassroots campaigning. And so if anyone out there is running a campaign and you like to know more about how to start engaging and building out the alternative media component, um, please definitely hit me up. This is my interview with Khalid Kamal. Um, he's like, you know, he's like America's city councilman or whatever. I, I've been jokingly calling him the new chief Bernie Krat. Um, but, but, but we definitely have the momentum, the opportunity, and there's some amazing, you know, lev uh, uh, resources that we should start leveraging for building out collective action and, and, and collaborative coalition building efforts. Um, to win important election cycles. I mean, we need to be looking at city council races, uh, county commission races. Like, we need to be paying attention to what are the different structures and formats of the, the local government systems where we live? When are those elections? And who do we have in our midst that can be supported and nurtured to run? Because this is how we start changing the landscape. And yes, I get it. Oh my God, white liberals can be racist too. We saw that very much in this race down here. But at the same time, we need to we need to look at the landscape that we live in 
And I, for one, am tired of seeing us see ground to other people and allowing them to have control over the structural changes and issues in our lives. That's just me. So check out this interview. Um, Khalid is like brilliant, like off the dome with some of the legislative issues and policy and stuff. Looking forward to doing more content with him as well. And hopefully I can get back around to some of these candidates who won yesterday. Um, And for, you know, those who fought really great races, I I really, really hope um, that folks stay in the game because we need leaders. And there's going to be another cycle because that's the I think that's the one thing. And it's it's like there there are folks I, I, I get it when you lose or you don't get something. It's hard right to process and deal with. But one thing that we need if we're going to really build and actually start to take back, you know, different seats or for the first time take, you know, Khalid was saying we uh, we snatching seats and wigs. My, my girl Yami likes to say we snatching edges. E is for edges. <laughs> that's a whole nother commentary. But we need to be building. So we don't need candidates who just show up at barber shops to shake hands and think that's going to get them the black vote. Right. We don't need candidates who are going to say, well, the Asian American population is only this much. So whatever. No, we need people who are going to get on the ground and do the work and engage the people. So uh, Sheila and Sheik were two amazing wins in Gwinnett County. Gwinnett County is a majority minority district area. It is rapidly changing. The numbers are most definitely on our side when we're looking at the bigger picture in terms of the gubernatorial race. But there are these districts around the country. There are these communities around the country and definitely here in Georgia that when you look at the demographic breakdown and not just the traditional dim thinking that, oh, we only talk to likely voters or people who only voted in XYZ elections and stuff like that. When you really start engaging people, you start engaging them early. Not six weeks out, not a few weeks out. You don't just simply rely on the churches or, you know, whatever other community structure to do the work. You actually invest as a campaign, as a, a, a organization that, that, that invests in these types of endeavors. You actually invest in engaging people and you don't over rely on media. That is one of the biggest, biggest problems that continues, continues to plague Democratic campaigns. And so for those who are like, eh, the Democrats are evil too. Hey, continue to build whatever outside party efforts. I am definitely with you. We, I would love to see some non-affiliated candidates run for some of these positions. But we need to actually build that infrastructure for that to happen. So I'm excited from the lessons to be learned. You know, I, I think that um, this conversation that you're about to hear with myself and Khalid was really good. And hopefully we're able to schedule another one. Of course, it's short because, again, it was yesterday. It was election day. He was literally in the middle of having people go back out and knock on doors and phone banking. Like, it was wild watching all it all happen because I've only seen the brother in more social settings. So seeing him at work, I mean, definitely, if there's an org out there who's looking to be impactful here in November and you need someone on your organizing team, you definitely need to give Khalid a shout out. Um, and there's some other amazing, I got to see my little love, Alexa Vaca was in the house. Alexa is an amazing student activist from KSU. I mean, she's more than just a student activist, but, 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 but seeing her yesterday literally lifted my spirits. And I believe, I believe, not just, I believe that we can win. I know that whatever the, 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 the standards we're setting, we will meet them and then some. So check this conversation out. Please make sure to share and uh, more good stuff is coming. Peace.
All right, so we are on the fly. I am out here in Gwinnett County. I'm, I rarely ever get to come out to Gwinnett County, so this is pretty cool. And we, like, seriously, I'm here with my brother right here. Brother, say hi. Introduce yourself. What's going on, people? It's Councilman Khalid, uh, City of South Fulton. First Black Lives Matter activist elected to public woo, office woo. in exactly the country. not the last. And not the last. So, City of South Fulton, you guys, um, you've been in the city for, what, it's been a year now, right? Yes, uh, officially became a city on May 1st, 2017, so it's been a little bit over a year. A little bit over a year, and it's the fifth largest city? Fifth largest city in the state. It is the largest black city in the country. Of all the large cities in the country, we are blacker than Baltimore, blacker than Detroit, blacker than Jackson, Mississippi. We are 89% African. We got Wakanda down here in Georgia, y'all. Wakanda. <laughs> so, over, oh, I want to say it's over 100,000 people. Over 100 square miles, 89% African-American. 89% African-American, 100,000 people. We definitely, we got Wakanda in South. Look at this, y'all. We real black. We real, <laughs> real black. So I am here today because it's election day. You know, Khalid is over here doing, doing it because he has his campaign manager hat on today. Um, and we are sitting in the offices of Sheik Vermon, who's running for State Senate, uh, Georgia State Senate District 5. And the slogan, which I love it because it's it's just it just seems right for what the movement we're in, the moment you're in. It's our time now. Um, so let me tell you how we came up here. Let me let me let me let me yeah. Let me hear you. Let me hear so you so Gwinnett is the most diverse county mm-hmm. in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no white people. I mean, there there are no people of color on the county commission. They have very few uh, people of color representatives anywhere here. And in Georgia, there are no immigrants in the Senate. So when Sheik wins, he will be the first immigrant elected to the Georgia Senate. So while we got people running around for governor talking about how they're going to like lock immigrants up and put them on buses and trucks and all of this stuff, uh, we're going to clap back by electing the first immigrant to the Georgia Senate. Um, so that's how we came up with that slogan. It's our time. It's our time now. Um, this 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 district is something like 70 percent. Uh, minority majority, but they don't have that representation. So it is time for people of color to get their representation in this state. Uh, Sheikh is a lifelong member of the NAACP, and there are two House districts, 105 and Mm -hmm. 111, that are in um, the NAACP and ACLU and some other groups have a lawsuit Mm -hmm. for racial gerrymandering. This is uh, part of that House district is in this district, and Sheikh has been one of the most vocal plaintiffs on that suit. So, yeah. That is, that's like, wow. So not only do we have an amazing candidate who's running, endorsed by our revolution um, here in Georgia, uh, and 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 again, I, I just ran into some some volunteers and folks I know who have worked on other campaigns and stuff, so it's really buzzing in here, and one of the things that I thought was really cool when you told me you were working on campaigns was the fact that you're still working full time in your role as city council, Absolutely. as a city council member, because your city council is not like it's not like y'all got y'all balling for days with a, with, with staff and stuff. Thirteen thousand dollars. I make thirteen thousand dollars a year as a city councilman. And you, and it's a full time job. And it is a full time job because it's it's listed as a part time job in our mm-hmm. charter. Uh, our charter is copy and pasted from these other cities like Johns Creek or Chattahoochee Hills, where 
the the entire population of the city is like you know twenty thousand, fifteen thousand people. I have fifteen thousand people in my district alone, and we are building the city from scratch. Mm-hmm. So we're creating the fire department, the police department, the public works department, the parks and recs department. We're writing all the laws and the ordinances. So yeah, it's a full time job. It's a full time job. So in addition to doing that. You're here working on this campaign. So tell us a little bit more about, about the campaign, some of what Shake stands for, and what we're looking at today. So um, one of the things that we are out to do, uh, so I, I'm affiliated with a lot of groups, Our Revolution, the Working Families Party, and of course the Democratic Socialists of America. And we are not out to just turn Georgia blue. We're out to turn it deep blue, right? Mm. Because being, you know, being a Democrat is not enough. The Democrat that currently holds this seat, he's a nice guy. He actually has gone, um, he's actually put forth a bill to decriminalize marijuana in uh, in the state legislature, but he also has an A rating from the NRA, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he voted for uh, these gerrymandered districts that we have now. So we need people who are going to stand up against uh, gerrymandering and who are going to stand up to the NRA, and that's what Sheik uh, has done. So yeah, this... This uh, election, I like to say, we're going to be snatching wigs and seats. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, we got to get the squad together because that's good. We snatching wigs, we snatching edges, and we snatching these seats, y'all. So one of the things that I thought was really interesting that you pointed out when I got here is the fact that Sheikh is Muslim, and so is about a quarter to a third of you guys' volunteers, and it's Ramadan. Yes. So how have spirits been... Because, you know, with fasting and stuff and being out here in these humid Georgia streets, like, y'all God, seem to be getting it done no regardless. Yes. God bless the folks who are, are out here uh, for Ramadan. And, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. It just started Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're about to have a little break right now. And the folks that um, are fasting for Ramadan, they're going to pray and not eat. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't eat until uh, I think the the fast ends at like eight thirty. So when we're having our election party, waiting for the results, um, they will finally get to eat today. It's it's crazy. I mean, it, I just it's just people are really dedicated. They're ready for a change. So that's great. So in thinking about because you guys are also sharing space um, with. Uh, Another campaign. So how has the reception overall been in support from, you know, the other candidates that may be affiliated through our revolution or just just in the community as a whole for this campaign and what Shake is trying to bring? It's been awesome. And, and I have to say that, like, Shake actually is paying for this space all by himself. And oh, what wow. we decided to okay. do was open the campaign headquarters up for all state and local candidates that have been endorsed by our revolution or any leftist group. That is amazing. That's wonderful. Right. See, this is the type of leader we need, you guys. We need people who are going to put community in the collective building, coalition building. building. Absolutely. This is why why I want Khalid to be our chief burning crack down here in in Atlanta. It's not a game. We're about that life. I mean, but seriously, like, you've got to be about that life, right? When we're talking about coalition building, when you're talking about taking a district that is majority, minority, that doesn't have that reflective representation and flipping it, snatching them seats and and wigs and edges, it's going to take that coalition and that support and folks coming up to help um, to make that happen. So in looking forward, you know, looking at after tonight and stuff, what are what's next? Uh, What's next for me is I'll be headed back to the city of South Fulton. 
we are going to be working on economic development down there. Um, the city of South Fulton has been, uh, it, it was part of unincorporated Fulton County and like the south side of any metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bunch of black and brown folks down there that have been ignored in terms of services, economic development, uh, education. So just fighting for uh, that in South Fulton. Um, then we're going to be working to try and make Election Day a holiday. Again, we passed it before. It was vetoed by the mayor, uh, and we're going to pass it again and just uh, work on political education. We have a big push because a lot of people still don't know that we're a city. Um, really? Three out of four people. A year doors, later, a lot of people still don't. We've not sent out one piece of mail that says, we are a city. Here's a map. Here are our contact information. Mm-hmm. So I've done it um, in my district on a, on a personal level, but I don't have enough money to mail everyone right, in to the everyone. city. That's, that's a huge undertaking and seems like something that should be incumbent upon the city to make sure it actually happened. Um, I'm know, still pushing for it. And I, and I also say, like, we actually still go out and knock on doors and still do the same sort of door-to-door political education that we did when I was running for office, really, three out of four people has still not seen. So you're map still of the city. so so that's actually brilliant. So you're still continuing the engagement. You got elected. You didn't just get elected and get into your office and 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 now I'm in my office. You're actually still actively engaging and forming because I get your newsletters. Yes, <laughs> I think I've probably sent out like about fifty five newsletters now in the in the past year. So yeah, like so about I get one you, a week. I get your newsletters. Yeah. Um, and they, I, they sleep. They got you guys. You, you should sign up on them just, just, just to find out what's going on. Just see what a good newsletter should look like. They sleek. It's good information. It's well laid out. So, just wanted to go back to what you were talking about with City of South Foot. Oh, go ahead. Uh, one thing, one thing that's happening with the newsletters that I'm actually trying to turn them into um, a video newsletter because I realized, you know, uh, I, I ran a data driven campaign. I still do mm-hmm. data driven stuff, and I'm realizing that. Uh, probably about two thirds of the people are not opening all the newsletters or mm, not okay. clicking on all the links. So I'm still trying to figure out how do I make this more engaging? Like how mm-hmm. do I get more people involved? Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the things I'm doing is is building a little studio in my house. And so we're going to do a video newsletter. Okay. And that way uh, people can get the information, you know, just right there in a video form. And you know, if you can't watch a five minute video, and I can't, you I don't mean, know what else I, mean, I can I mean. do. <laughs> I'm coming to your door. I'm making making videos. So yeah. So that's really, I mean, I think we talk about the new frontier and really trying to increase engagement and make sure we're touching people, not just during the, the, you know, one of the things I love that Nina Turner says is, you know, there is no off cycle. We're always on. And what you're doing is exactly that. Right. Um, But just thinking a little bit about City of South Fulton, and you had mentioned that it was, for those who aren't aware, it was created out of unincorporated land in um, Fulton County. Um, there has been a new proposed city. There has been a lot of commentary and, and articles, some to, to some extent controversy about this cityhood movement. Um, and I just recently talked, did an interview for Our Revolution Georgia with El Mahdi, who's running, and he's in House District 111. 111. He's in the, yes. He's, so he, that's another one of the districts that are that is affected by the um, uh, uh, gerrymandering lawsuit that you, that you mentioned earlier. But one of the things that we were talking about was the the issue down in Stockbridge with the creation or the proposal of the city of Eagles Landing, which unlike with South Fulton and what happened with Stonecrest, where it was unincorporated land, this is looking at taking already incorporated land within a city, Stockbridge, and de quote unquote de annexing it, basically ripping parcels out of an established city 
um, and kind of doing a swap with some other parcels. But 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 city officials and those who are against this proposal have said it will erode their tax base and cause other issues and problems. And so. As someone who has been involved in the creation of a new city, I'm just wondering, you know, if you just had some thoughts on the difference and how th- this interplay has been. Yes, but you're going to come with me now because I need to clean the bathrooms. So we are walking. So let me tell you this. I don't know about campaigns where the campaign manager is cleaning bathrooms and stuff, but um, Khalid is the real deal. So we're walking through <laughs> we're walking through the office right now, and we are he's cleaning bathrooms. I probably should pause and help. Um, so yeah, you sure? Yes. Okay. So yeah. uh, So yeah. So anyway, so we're, we're, we're walking and moving through the office. This is actually kind of fun. Um, and, and they have a real nice setup. So in thinking about the cityhood, one of the points you guys should definitely check out the, um, conversation we had with Brenton, um, from uh, City Lab with El Mahdi as well. It's up on my speaker. Um, but we had a real deaf conversation. One of the points that was being made there was the fact that when you look at, you know, like the proposed city of Greenhaven, which is an unincorporated DeKalb County, um, Stonecrest, which is near where Stonecrest Mall is, that's that's also that was unincorporated DeKalb County. City of South Fulton is unincorporated uh, Fulton County. A lot of these these communities, these are communities that are existing black and brown communities that have already been left out of economic development and opportunity and they're trying to create something to have more local control and 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 and, and you know mechanisms to do what needs to be done so however let me tell you a little something about that yeah um i actually in theory right in theory mm-hmm. i am not for cityhood and i will tell you in why. theory okay um when people break out into cities, uh, this is a movement that's been happening in a lot of red states. Mm-hmm. You see this in a lot of places. You, I, a perfect example is Ferguson um, and all, mm-hmm. those, all those little towns in Missouri. So what happens is that people are pulling their money out of the county system. Absolutely. So when we were Fulton County, we had one park system. We had one police department. We had one um, public works department mm-hmm. to pay the roads and... Uh, and and cut the grass along the side. So it was a it was a county department. All of the, everyone's money in the county. The rich people on the north side, the poor people on the south side. We all put our money into one pot, and we all got services countywide for that. Um, there was an imbalance in the county commissioners, and of course, there's racism and you know institutionalized uh, inequality, mm-hmm. wealth inequality. So. Even though we were all sharing these services of the county, uh, obviously, particularly around economic development, the north side still got more um, than the south side did. But their perception, of course, is that poor people on the south side, that they were subsidizing us. And so what happened is David Schaefer, who is a Republican that is running for lieutenant governor, this is how all this stuff is is, is connected. These um, These people are very dangerous, and they don't just stay in position like they moved to higher positions so he was just a state rep now he's running for the lg spot right but when he was lieutenant governor he wrote an amendment to our constitution called the schaefer amendment the schaefer amendment says that all of the money that's raised in a city has to stay in a city so right around 2006 2007 when the housing market was collapsing and property values were collapsing they created the cities of Sandy Springs, Johns Creek, Milton, and Chattahoochee Hills. 
They're basically some of the wealthiest areas on the north side of town and the one wealthy white area on the south side of town. When they became cities, they pulled all of their money out of the county. Mm. Um, so one of the things oh, that wow, happened I didn't for even realize that. Okay. yeah, so so for example, one of the ways that it affected our parks department, right, was that the parks budget was cut in half. Uh, many of the parks uh, buildings and recreation centers lost staff. Creel Park, which is the park in my district, uh, lost their staff in those budget cuts. That park has been unstaffed for 10 years. So at the same time that, um, at the same time that, I'm cleaning, that people, I realize this is like going to make a lot of noise. Um, Let's walk back this way. At the same time that the housing market was collapsing, uh, Georgia was also, Atlanta was also getting rid of all of its housing projects. So there are no more housing projects in Atlanta. Right. Um, Where did all those people go? They took their Section 8 vouchers and they moved south to South Fulton. So at the same time that the county's budget for social programs, for youth programs, for parks and recreation is being cut, we're seeing this huge influx of working class and working poor people who need those services. So what I, a lot of people in South Fulton, and you see this in a lot of black neighborhoods, right? Like they will focus on, oh, crime. We need to fight this crime. There's so much crime in our area. But what you have to understand is that particularly for us, because we had a spike in juvenile crime over the past like decade, and it's coming down now. I should say that it's getting better. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it was because all of the programs that supported well, kids those anything. kids and those families, yeah. they didn't have anything to do. All those services were cut and they were cut because wealthy areas incorporated into cities and pulled their money out of the county. So we were actually forced to become a city because after that happens, the next thing that happens, and this is why if you go to my website, KhalidCares.com, K-H-A-L-I-D is in DavidCares.com, you can see this map of the city and it looks so crazy. It looks like all of these chunks were bitten out of it. And what happened was um, we voted no to becoming a city in 2006. All of the cities around us began annexing all of our most valuable properties the same way the Eagles Landing is trying to do to the city of Stockbridge. And through that annexation, we lost even more revenue, right? So we had even less money for parks and police. So we had to become a city just to hold on to that Mm, um, land and those property values. Now let's get back to the city of Eagles Landing. Um, The city of Eagles Landing is doing this unprecedented thing where they are actually taking parts from another city. Before, you could only form a city out of unincorporated areas. And if there was an unincorporated area, you could snatch that land into your city. What the city of Eagles Landing is doing is they're actually stealing land. They're stealing the most valuable pieces of real estate from another city to form their city. They're going to use some unincorporated places too, but they're going to steal this land from uh, uh, the city of Stockbridge, which just so happens to be an all black mayor and council. They just voted, uh, they just elected a black mayor. So they have an all black mayor and council. Mm-hmm. Eagles Landing happens to be all white or majority white. So this white wealthy area, they're going to steal some land and some, and, and the, and the property tax revenue that goes with that land to form this new city. One of the problems is that, um, cities borrow money. They do these bonds. So they borrow millions of dollars to pave roads and streets and build schools and do all of these things. And the new city of Eagles Landing, even though they're stealing 
um, some of the land whose property taxes would go to pay back those bonds, Eagles Landing's like, oh, we don't have anything to do with that. Maybe we're going to pay. Maybe we're going to chip in. Maybe we're not. Um, so there are ratings agencies like Edmonds and Moody's that rate cities' ability to borrow money. They're talking about not only downgrading uh, Eagles Landing, which I mean, not only downgrading Stockbridge, the black city. So now the black city is going to get bad credit. But um, the whole state of Georgia might get downgraded because they've opened the door for any other wealthy area. I'm just thinking about Atlanta with, with, with Buckhead. With Buckhead. The city of South oh. Fulton has some very, um, I talk about it being a mostly working class area, but we also have like the Cascades and the Swats. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's been to Atlanta knows like T.I. and all well, those people that live out there. Well, there was a whole issue even with the Atlanta mayoral election about whether or not there were certain parcels that were incorrectly included in Atlanta that should have actually been in the city of South Fulton because of the way right. New Orleans referendum and stuff, you know, went down. Or, and they're or all the, the wealthy. They're so, all the yeah, wealthy areas yeah. like Lock Lomond, places that have like yeah. these $600,000 yeah. houses. So they've created by the governor signing this, by this Republican governor signing this in, they've created a dangerous precedent whereby any wealthy area can segregate itself from the city pull from the city that they're currently in or they could like steal land from other cities it's it's a huge problem here's the interesting thing who is the author of that bill his name is brian strickland he is the representative from this racially gerrymandered district hd 111 so this is what happens when we don't vote they racially gerrymandered districts then their representatives write even more effed up legislation, right? And so El Mahdi is running to steal that seat from the Republicans who wrote this bill for Eagles Landing. You should know that Stacey Abrams, who is running for governor, targeted this district and tried to flip it as as, as early as I think 2012 and tried again in 2014. Or is it 2014? And then again in 2016. And then in 2016. Yeah. But, I did, right. but I do know it was a targeted district, yeah. So Stacey Abrams has been trying to flip this district. We didn't get enough people to turn out and vote to flip the district. If we had, the city of Eagles Landing wouldn't exist because the author of the legislation is the Republican who won that seat. And so now, um, this is how it all comes back together. So remember... There's a Republican author from a racially gerrymandered district that created the city of Eagles Landing. There's a Republican representative that's now running for lieutenant governor who created the constitutional amendment that says that when they form cities, they can pull that money out of the county. And then there's a Republican governor, Nathan Deal, who signed the legislation into law. The entire fight for the next governor of Georgia is caught up. In Eagles Landing. So one of the things that I'll be doing outside of South Fulton after this election is rallying the vote for people in Henry County um, and in the South Metro suburbs, because now that this precedent has been set, when other cities try to form their own little segregated wealthy white areas, guess where all of those bills will come? They'll come to the governor's desk. And Stacey Abrams, if she is the governor, will have the power to veto all this bad legislation. If we don't get out and vote and make her the governor, then the road will be clear for them to continue this kind of thing, pulling money out of the hole so that wealthy areas can just have even more wealth and we can just increase income inequality. So this is how all of these things are connected. And people may not realize how 
uh, voting for a state rep or voting for a governor has real effects on the mm-hmm. ground. Mm-hmm. But when you see money coming out of your school system, when you see money coming out of your parks and recreation, out of these social programs, it's because we did not put people in place that would vote for our values and, and, and fight for our values. Say that again. We did not put people in place who would vote for our values, who would fight for our values. That's it. Because we get so bogged down because we don't see immediate change or we've had people who look like us who say they will do this, but then or people who don't look like us to say they will do it and they don't. And then we get dejected and pull ourselves out. But then stuff like this happens. Right. This is why we got to get this black woman with all her student loans and credit card debt. We got to get in office. Join the club, sis, because I am right there around about the same amount. Law school. Right. I'm a city councilman with $50,000 in law school debt. Mm -hmm. And now I'm about to go clean this toilet. Now we're about to go clean some bathrooms, y'all. But so I just want to say I knew you was brilliant. And I've heard you speak before. But but you and this political education thing, we definitely need to make this happen because like you are so we've we've talked we've talked infrequently about doing a podcast together. You like off the dome like that. Like I'm I'm so impressed with this guy right here oh. today. So oh. so I've just been sitting here for like an hour and a half watching him work and move and stuff. So we'll probably try and and, and, and record a little bit more later, you guys. But if not, this has been you know a, a, a little bit in the day of a campaign manager who's also you know one of the dopest flyest brothers uh, uh, around. So um, peace out. <laughs>